And we're live. Greetings, it's Friday. Friday, back to the regular, our regular, regularly scheduled week. Once you get into your routine, and all is well, then you have you have your notes. You'll get everybody's uh, advertising done correctly. It'll be very thorough, and then you're going to go off to Vegas. You'll forget to email yourself half the files you need. Uh, and we're starting with po- positive. We're going to start start positive today because today is the first day, I think, in 11 or 12 days that the sun has been out. Uh, the sun decided to visit today in the Twin Cities. I mean, we haven't gotten any snow, and thankfully it has not dropped too cold. It was hovering around in the upper 20s and lower 30s. Uh, but there's no fucking sun. And I'm not much of one to lend credence to excuses for your psychological failings. Um, I think the vast majority of mental illnesses are just people too damn weak to admit and say, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Like when Beckloff, I was listening to the Beckloff and, and Chris, I listen your, uh, I wish you're listening. Uh, he was talking about how he was going through a bad time. No one called me. No, one, no one calls anyone. No one reaches out to your buddies and friends say, Hey, I'm going through a bad time. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, do it. Well, come on do X, Y, and Z or so. No, no one. Makes difference, but I do believe there are instances where you go through truly bad times. But if you ask me today why there's so many people on drugs, it's because they're weak. They're weak. Girls, what is it? A a fourth of the women under 40? I don't know why they go over 40. My God, what is it under 40? Holy shit. If the most mature generations that presumably are mature and wise and have their act together, if one in four of them are on some kind of drugs, I mean the legal kind, then what, what are the young ones with the, with the steady diet of bullshit and lies and deceits and, and debt and propaganda? You, oh, my God. Uh, but it, 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 And this is not to just pick on the women. I mean, the young men. Oh, yeah, all you boys are autists. Yep, you're all. No, you're weak. You're fucking weak. That's what it is. You're weak. This expectation you're supposed to go through life and it's not supposed to be happy or it's supposed to be happy all the time and you should never endure pain or agony. There is no life without pain. There is it. You can't, I'm, I am so convinced right now that to learn, to progress, to achieve, to become accomplished, to, to become excellent, to gain excellence, you have to suffer I don't want to say immeasurably, but a lot. You really need to suffer a lot because that human brain, people do not get it with this positive reinforcement bullshit. They just don't. And I know everyone likes to, you know, bow down at the altar of Molyneux and you don't spank your children bull fucking shit. You you make them limp. You make, which is a good thing I don't have kids because I'm sure... Within five to ten years, spanking children would be illegal. And there'd be instances where I'd snap around little children that were mine, of all things. And uh, no, you're you're going to have negative reinforcement. My son, my daughter is not going to, oh, no, you don't have social anxiety disorder. You are very well grounded in, in the real world. You will be very well grounded. Uh, anyway, uh, I do believe in this. Uh, Lack of sun disorder, whatever they call it. Uh, my God. Oh, my God. Was I in a bad fucking mood? And there's nothing you could do about it. You can, the best I think you can hope for, like I got a buddy. 
um, Iraq war vet got hit by an IED, um, a true hero. None of us compare, blah, blah, blah. He has not visions, but he will see um, a guy he's killed in Iraq, an Iraqi, I, I presume Iraqi, maybe not, but he, he killed a man, killed more than one man in Iraq, but he killed this particular man, keeps showing up in his life. He keeps seeing him. And he, he even sees him walking around in his house at night. And he knew, this is about how, how sane you can get, I think. I think this will happen to everyone, not that you'll have uh, visions or holograms. But you're going to, the healthy mind says, this isn't happening, something's wrong. You know, I might be having a stroke. Um, th this doesn't make sense. Like, for example, I had a, a, the worst night of my life uh, was when I was three. Uh, and I, I don't know, somebody fed me something or I, I, whatever. I'd want to say it's acid because that's the only thing that would approximate. Like maybe a mushroom had gone bad or maybe, you know, this is in the 70s. And, uh, and I'm not accusing my parents of this of any kind, not at all. But you never know. They may have been hanging out at some bar and somebody slipped something in. And it got into my food somehow. I, but as an adult, I know that didn't happen. I did. Kermit the Frog with fangs was not actually disemboweling Miss Piggy with uh, uh, intestines and blood and everything going everywhere in my family kitchen. That didn't happen. I had a hallucination. Lloyd is the same. No, that guy is not here. That's a hallucination. The big spider that came into my my house, my room, wanting to kill me, that was a hallucination. Now, these things, I, but as a kid, you didn't know it at the time, so you freaked out. But anyway, as an adult, I look back at it and all that. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in demons showing up and stuff like that. Uh, and I know, like, when when it's like, God, there's no fucking sun out. Why am I angry? Why am I pissed off? Why am I depressed? Because there ain't no fucking sun. Because you haven't seen the fucking sun. It, that's the best you can hope for because it doesn't solve the problem. It explains it. It provides some sanity. But it doesn't solve the problem where you're just down. Just down. And then I, I made the mistake. Oh, did I make the mistake? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to change up my podcast, get a little bit of something. I always go through phases. I'll listen to this guy for a while. I'll listen to that gal, that gal for a while. Like, I haven't listened to Molyneux in a while, so I downloaded a couple, and I did not help. Did not help. One where uh, there's this 19-year-old former feminist, and she's talking about how she was raised by two hippie parents, and all the, and she shaved her head and gained weight, and I'm like, oh, God. And then I was listening to some other one where there's this Brazilian guy and he got sperm jacked and the woman was psycho and also a feminist. She was a feminist. Oh, a journalism major, journalism. Of course, of course. And I just, and then I like, God, how do you people not see this? How are you so stupid? And I get depressed about listening to humanity. It's like, God, I mean, I know to enjoy the, the climb, but my God. God, you you need pain. More people need more pain. Then you wouldn't be moping about, oh, my God, did you know there's a pay gap that if we take these very uh, uh, non-logical methodologies, we can make it look like, oh, my God, we're so oppressed and we need to enslave everybody and jack up those people. No. And then you gotta just look to where it's going to go, where this is all going to dead end and terminate. You're like, oh, okay. Don't let it get you down, even though there's no fucking sun. So today, 
I uh, woke up and I think I, I don't know, there's got to be some kind of psychological study or research done on, on the interwebs out there uh, that talks about the mental health of having a, ret- a routine. Because when I'm in my routine, it's not all roses and happiness. And because I wonder if happiness is even a, an att- I think contentment is what you can only aim for. I'm rather content, con- content, content, not contempt. I have that daily content. Get to the gym. And if I ever fall out of whack from that, which life will do unto its own, you don't have like something's going to happen. Something's going to throw you off. Then I'm like, oh man, I'm not working out. Well, I'm not running. I didn't write a I didn't write a good quality post this week. I didn't promote this. I didn't do that. I did, I, you, you fall out of that skin. Life doesn't work that way. But life is does have chaos. It's not perfectly predictable or uh, formulaic. And um, I'm, I'm going to be putting the house up for sale this spring. Getting out of the WBL, <clears throat> done with with the Twin Cities. Although we're not going to be done with the Twin Cities, I just I'm making it so that. When, when we are ready to move down to Vejas or I go and build my house in South Dakota, uh, we can go. They're just like, nope, we're out of here. We're done. I want to be mobile is what it boils down to. And I want to start building my house in South Dakota. I want to take my proceeds from a communist state and move it to a capitalist free state <clears throat> and, uh, and build my property there. But now I got to prep the house. I got to sell the house. My realtor's like, eh, it's an older house. People might tear this down. I don't know if you want to put a lot into it because let's just be honest. I've been living here. Well, two people have been living here, but and we live very minimally. And there's really only, it really is a large one bedroom house. It's not big enough for two people, let alone if one of those people is a woman uh, because women just need more crap. And I'm again, I'll go with women because yes, if you're going to have shoes and heels and look pretty and different dresses of which I appreciate the female form, I'm all for women being feminine. So like, yes, I understand you need your makeup. You need the hair things. I got that me shampoo, Irish spring and a washcloth. That's, that's all any man really. And unless you're Adam Piggott, who needs his pink loofah, kangaroo shaped pink loofah. Uh, but he's like, well, you don't want to redo the whole thing because if someone's going to come in here, they're going to redo it themselves. You could try and sell, but if you're going <clears> to, <throat> if they don't want it, you're going to have to clean it up. Anyway, so you might get a bachelor guy who wants to buy it as is, who's an investor. And there's no, no real clear way except it boiled down to is, all right, we're not going to renovate the house because that's not worth the money. And I'm, I'm not going to waste my time. Uh, but we do have to pick it up and really clean it up and spruce it up, which is just what I wanted to fucking do. And then he tells me, hey, it uh, it needs to be done before you go to Vegas. I'm like, what? He says, you're not coming back till March. I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back till March. He's like, well, yeah, the selling season's starting in January. I'm like, I thought it started in late February when I got back. He was like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's January now. It's January. I'm like, who is looking at a damn house in January? He's like, well, family, you know, they're finally catching up and they want to get into a new house by spring and have it cleaned up and ready to go so they can go on family vacation. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Those people with their kids, they let the kids run everything in their lives, as you should. So then i like, no, I got to clean. I got to clean. And I did have a gal who was kind of a cleaning lady, but she never shows up because why would, why would people be responsible and reliable? 
friend of mine. I need money. Okay, I got I got projects you can do. Oh, cool, I'll do it. All right, show up here this day, this time. I'll pay you this much. Oh, great, thanks a lot. Never shows up. Full-grown adult, too. Not like when you millennial people. <laughs> what are the millennials now? Are the millennials in their 30s? Like now a full-grown adult? Let's just say it. A full-grown adult, you got to be 40 or older now, right? I mean, because the millennials. Is that what it is now? So uh, I uh, I got up, started cleaning, and I looked out in the suns. I'm like, you know what? I need to, I, I, I got to get some vitamin D. And for fun, I drove out to the homie depot and bought a, it's one of these draft barriers, but it looks ornamental. You put it at the bottom of your door so it prevents drafts from coming in. I just been using a towel, but that doesn't look pretty. It doesn't sell. You know, the guy's wife comes in and looks at it. She's not going to like this. Well, top, maybe she could like learn to grout. Maybe she could learn to to do some tiling and and, and put in a the jacuzzi spa she wants. Why didn't she go do that? <clears throat> oh my God, everything that is wasted away just to make you girls happy. Yeah, a guy like you, he totally buy this place. They might throw in a different toilet. That's about it. Everything's functional, isn't it? Yeah, everything's really insulated. Very cheap. Very, very profitable property. Well, yeah, okay. You see, I don't like this color. And oh, my God. Why is there this pole here? Can we get rid of this pole? Oh, you mean the pole that's supporting the main beam to support the whole house? No, you don't like that? Let's get rid of it. So I was like, oh, I got to do the podcast because it's Friday. Friday, you do the podcast. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to go to Homie Depot. And I might get myself one of those things because I might as well. But the main reason was just to go out and see the sun. That was the main thing was to go out and see the sun. And so is this live? Hang on. Did I even start? Have I been talking to myself? Don't tell me I've been talking to myself this entire time. No, it says I'm going. Says I got 53 viewers. Why is there nothing up in the chat room? This shit, this is the shit I'm talking about. Hang on, let me redo this. There, there's everybody. Atham El Decua. I'm a ninja. $2. Thank you, Atham, for your mandatory donation. Tactical Mall Cop, $2. Bubes. B-E-W-B-S? What's that mean? Uh, there we go. Everything's working now. All right. Good to have you guys here. Anyway, so let's start with some positive news. <clears throat> Fan mail. Michael writes, Dear Cap, I wanted to thank you for your book, Cur Curse of the High IQ. I also wanted to get all this information in a thank you email so I don't ramble on about a bunch of bullshit should I ever use your consulting service. I heard of your book through a world-class bullshitters YouTube video. Awesome, yeah. Um, Jeff, he's he's got the I gotta start advertising on his channel again. His channel has matured and become a little bit more professional. It wasn't that unprofessional before, but um his his audience definitely has my demographic. I got very depressed last December because I passionately hated that Star Wars movie and didn't realize how much of my identity was tied up in being a Star Wars fan. Wow. That's a sad life, dude. It could have just been because it was December and there was no sun. But um, I never got so wrapped up in anything that it defined me that uh, that much. 
First world problems. I know I now consume your two podcasts and have three of your books on Audible. Good. I made my two sons, 14 and 12, listen to Worthless during a car ride. I read a lot of books and implement the knowledge I gain. I don't mean to sound cliche when I say the curse of the high IQ changed my life. I now no longer feel the need to fill in all, fit in all the time. Oh, yeah, that, that I don't even know why as a dad at this age, I'm going to assume you're in your, your younger 30s, maybe maybe upper mid 30s. Um, does that go away? Didn't that go away with the grunge generation? We got away with the fitting in. And now the millennials, like you guys absolutely don't care to fit in at all, except to maybe, maybe hipsters is that's about it or be the socialists or leftists. But the smart guy, the nerd guy trying to fit in, I the only time I run into that problem is with clients who want to meet girls or are bored at parties. Um, and not the type, I want to meet the girls. How do I get the girls? Not those guys. Um, guys who are like, I'm trying to go out with girls, but my God, they're so mind-numbingly boring or related. I'm at a party. And I just cannot get interested with what people are saying. And it's like, yeah, because those people are a lot less intelligent than you are. So much so, you're not even going to overlap on interesting topics. Um, and you're just going to have to go. So in that regard, I can see where you didn't want to fit in. But all the time, I I don't know. if uh, what, do you, what do you care? I'm content to not hang out with friends and read a book instead. I will also stop explaining things to people a lot sooner as I now realize things may not be may be conceptually out of their grasp and it is not my job to teach them whatever it is <clears throat> they can't learn. I also now know that I was right about a lot of shit when I was married and that my religious family aren't as immoral or hypocritical as they are lazy and stupid. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Mensa tests are 10 hours away from where I live. I actually paid to take their pretest, which I think is fairly accurate, and it placed me at about the 120 to 123, but my queendom score was 131. I would like to know for sure, but I don't want to get a hotel room and drive 20 hours. Where the hell are you living that a Mensa testing place is that far away? Into Mensa. For men that can't find dates that write you, I want, okay, here we go. I want to offer. An anecdotal experience. I have no problem finding women in this small community. They want manly men. They want sex more than I do. They often write that they are looking for a real man and the singles profiles, which I believe translates to a man that pays for the date. That's <laughs> I hate to sound so cynical. I don't wanna I don't want even go I don't want to go back to the dark doldrums, but it's so fun. I want a real man. Okay. Well, that would be a masculine man who votes Republican or Libertarian. That that's what it is. But if you want the feminist socialist bullshit, that's not gonna wait, 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 wait. I'm not gonna go into it. We got enough hypocrisy coming from the ladies today on the articles I have planned on reading. I don't have to go into it now. I think a lot of these guys that can't find dates are making excuses for other shortcomings, or they may be too picky. Uh, it's the shortcomings. It's the shortcomings. I'm not throwing a bunch of money around to get these dates either. I just want to brag to someone who may appreciate it. I own a $3,500 2009 Kia Spectra with uh, 85,000 miles on it. It was my replacement for a 2000 Kia Spectra that I bought eight years ago for 5000 No AC, which is fine, by the way. I'm omitting here all the stupid shit I paid for that ex-wife 
owned and drove. I had quite a dilemma a while back and almost used your consulting, but I found the best solution mulling it over. I may submit it to you and pay you someday to see if you have as good of an asshole ass answer as the one that I came up with. Thanks again. That is Mike. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. That's a nice, happy email. Isn't that nice, guys? Isn't that positive? Something positive happened to this young man, and now his two young boys are going to not go to hell. Socialist utopia. My God, 74 viewers. Everybody like the video. Everybody subscribe. Make me happy. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you know what? Let's do some sponsors before I get into this stupid. We have the Pence Principle. Uh, lessons all men must learn from Ford Kavanaugh. I still got to do a book review of it. I did like it very much. It is a very short book. And for this cheap short book, you men can insure yourself against false rape accusations. Although he does make the point that women could just lie anytime now about shit that didn't happen 30 odd years ago. I, it's kind of sad and depressing when you read it because he he outlines and explains. I mean, he puts it in very clear terms what has happened and what that means for men today. And you're just like, my fucking God. Don't read this book when you don't see the sun for 11 days. Let's let's say that. Wait till you go down to Mexico uh, to read this, and that will, that will probably. But, yeah, it's kind of sad and depressing. Uh, we have The Great Emu War. That is also available on audiobook. No, not audiobook. Amazon. I think The Pence Principle is available in all three. The Great Emu War is just available in paperback and Kindle. That is written by a gentleman who runs the blog, The Quintessentialist. You can find that at the-quintessentialist.blogspot.com. He also has a Teespring site where you can go to teespring.com, spelled T-E-S, like golf tee, teespring.com, slash stores, slash Evans-author. Uh, the promo code is Aaron, that's A-A-R-O-N, that you all should have remembered from your Sunday Bible school studying of Exodus. That's how you spell Aaron. It's good till the end of the year for a 10% discount. So you guys can go ahead. He's got shirts and uh, mugs and things like that. Arrowhead Watch Boxes. Go to arrowheadwatchboxes.com. You guys can do that right now. Check it out, and you'll see whether or not you want to get that watch box. It's, that's all it is. It's a watch box. It's something to put your watches in that makes it look nice. It also serves as a jewelry box. This is kind of a, a gift you would get your father or your mother because they like things like that it's it's like a keepsake maybe memento what i don't know what classification would fall into indemandcareer.com that's our friend seth himes outfit if you guys are looking for a job maybe you came back from college uh is your first semester or maybe it's your second semester second year first semester and you really aren't sure that college is the thing for you okay hey guys just save your money stop right now pull out of school and maybe look at learning how to do digital marketing all right, Seth has a training course online. More importantly, he has a ton of success stories where people aren't making millions, but they're making a shit ton more money than if you guys had graduated like this idiot girl. Do I have it on Twitter? She tweeted out here. This is why I'm down and sad and <clears throat> depressed. Um, everyone's retweeting it. Um, Julia Mayola. As of five minutes ago, I have finished my bachelor's degree in creative writing. That's not what angers me. 
That's not what I mean. It kind of angers me that she's been lied to. She wasted her youth and time on a degree that has absolutely no value. And I could have simply told her, hey, go write and self-publish for free. It's the response. It's it's the cheers and accolades and applause. Twenty four hundred likes, 40 retweets. And you think, okay, is it are they retweeting it for the stupidity? And uh, no, it's it's. Congrats, I want to get an MA in creative writing. And then Julia writes back, an MA would be awesome. I hadn't decided what to do next. If you go for it, good luck. Awesome, what's your way ahead? Thanks, I have no idea what to do next. Wait, you mean, you mean uh, uh, I was going to say Smith Barney, but I don't think they're in business. Name. You mean Goldman Sachs didn't offer you $100,000 a year with that with that degree? Oh, <clears throat> Here's another creative writing degree person. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. You're so well. Uh, oh, my. It's not one person is telling this woman the truth. This poor girl is going to go through this echo chamber. It just shows it's like it's like your finger, your, you know, it's on the pulse of the real world. And like, oh, my God, it's worse than I thought. Not even the trolls got in and like, what are you going to do with that degree? Where was I going with this? That's before I got all sad and depressed. Um, oh, she is. She would definitely be a contender to go to indemandcareer.com and learn how to do some digital marketing because her creative writing degree is not going to get her fed. There's Ridge Wallet. Go to ridgewallet.com. Get yourself one of those minimalistic wallets. It just holds a little bit of cash. It's like a money clip slash credit card clip. Uh, RFID compliance, so no one can scan and steal your credit card information. I really like mine. Uh, the only fault is that it has no give. I mean, it's metal. It's very chic, very chic. It's it's more of a fashion piece, I'd say, than a functional wallet. Um, I I just uh, if if you're gonna put it in your back pocket, it's not gonna work. So this is something you put in your suit jacket, um, maybe on your belt. But this is not something you put in the back of your ass because it will start to make your ass cheek feel very sore. But I do. I got a free one. Of course, he paid me. But on top of it, I really – it's very chic. I don't know what to do with it. <clears throat> I don't – because I'm a minimalist. I don't need two wallets. Ironically, he had bought a wallet like five days before he contacted me. He was like, I'll send you a free wallet. I'm like, damn it. I need some, was you, where were you like a week ago? Another book, The Complications of a Large Penis. You heard that right. Yes, the complications of a large penis. This makes the great ele white elephant gift, um, you know, a gag gift if you guys do those things during Christmas. It has – it's not really a book about the complications of a large penis. Uh, you open it up. It's just a bunch of empty pages like those people that wrote the book, The Successes of Socialism. It's just 300 pages of nothing. Uh, this is kind of the same thing. You put it on your – your bar, your foray, or whatever, and girls come in, and they're like, oh, my God, does he really have a big penis? No, they know it's a joke, and it's just a conversation starter and something stupid. So get that book, The Complications of a Large Penis. We also have Orion's Cold Fire. Go to orionscoldfire.com. If you don't want to deal with politics anymore and just want to take a look at some nice photographs and pictures, uh, he is a good photographer. He does write conservative, libertarian, non-leftist political talk. Um, but I, the old captain has got to retire from that. Not permanently. I just can't. I need to take a break from it. I got, what do I got? 
10 more days, 10 more days, 11 more days, and I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Going to visit Denver Ben, the great one himself, Albuquerque Adam, the great man Paul Doney, Miss Pennington County, and more on Super Friends. Uh, we might do a picket if you're listening. Me and the great one might do a Christmas Day podcast because that's the day I'm pulling into uh, his neck of the woods. And we'd like to have you on, but I don't know what your plans are if you're going back to Colorado, <clears throat> if you're going back to Australia or what. I got to email. But email me if you get this, if you're listening. Uh, so there's RyansColdFire.com. Obama is afraid of Cheryl Atkinson. You can find that on Amazon.com as well. Uh, let me pull up. Let's do this. Wanted me to read very specific script, and I'm gonna. I owe him that much. Did pay. Going to be thorough. We're going to get back into the routine, people. The routine is good. It is good to have a routine. It is good to have rules. Oh, I forgot. No name. I like a man with rules. Transporter, one of the greatest movies ever. The original one. Then it just went then it just went tits up after that. Um Yeah, it's written by Daniel Ailman. Uh where did his script go? He had it. Here it is. <clears throat> There's a new book called Barack Obama is Afraid of Shell Atkinson, The Definitive Guide to the Shenanigans of America's 44th President. Here are the chapter names to give you an idea of what's in the book. Trying to silence the media, less trans- transparent than Nixon, Cheryl Atkinson, James Rosen, the IRS scandal, Fast and Furious, Bill Ayers, medical marijuana, firefighters, air traffic controllers, Democrats criticize Obamacare, unions criticize Obamacare. No, you can't keep your insurance. Obamacare's 29-hour work week, Benghazi, Dinesh D'Souza, if Obama had a son, wasting the taxpayers' money, military, teachers and police officers, Solyndra, voter ID, education, Sharia law and Islamic terrorism, civil liberties, Hillary Clinton, Iran, Obama Motors, supermarkets, miscellaneous. You can buy the paperback version and the Kindle version at Amazon.com. And I'm going to save. Yeah, we got a bunch of. We got a bunch of asshole consulting requests that came in. I'm going to save those later for Asshole Consulting Live. And not all the requests I get or the questions I get for Asshole Consulting make good radio. So i got to answer some of those. There. Um, Academiccomposition.com. Is anyone in college anymore? It's too late. Isn't it over for the semester? Mid, mid-December, it's done. Well, either you're facing your finals now or you got to put the finishing touches on your Finals paper, go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will uh, bang out your papers for you so you don't have to because why do mundane tasks? Because that's why outsourcing exists. Uh, There is, of course, the risk that you would uh, be banned on academic prohibition, but uh, colleges and universities are so desperate nowadays, I don't even think most of the professors give it. Certainly not the humanities or the liberal arts. 
Certainly not. I don't think those guys give a shit. They're making their $18 an hour part-time. Uh, they just they just want to pass you and make you go. Everyone keeps talking about like, oh, that's not a classical liberal arts education. Who, 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 what is? What is? Would I have known someone? Would they have been very erudite? Is that a word I'm looking for? Would they have been very polished? Would they have been very wise? Because I, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, back when I was going to college, uh, most of the liberal arts people were kind of dipshits then too. Maybe there was that old polished uh, World War II professor that was very wise. But uh, people, oh, you don't have a clue. You need the classical studies. You need to try study the trivium, the triumvirate. That's like, oh, yes, you see, you have to learn how to argue. Why would I study that? You just explained the three concepts to me. I can do that already now automatically. You need to understand British history. No, I don't. It's like that guy wanted to be king, so he killed the guy who was going to be king until another guy killed that guy who wanted to be king, and then maybe a woman gets in there every once in a while. Oh, shit, here comes the French. Or, hey, let's just piss off the Scots some more. Rinse and repeat for 2,000 years. Well, I mean, not 2,000. Take take all that, and then at the beginning of it, say, hey, I'm Julius Caesar. How's it going? Oops, <laughs> we mismanaged the empire. We'll see you later. Maybe not. Bye. That's it. That's British history. Mexican history, hey, the Spanish came over. Now it's the French. Now it's the German. And then Atham was born. That's it. That's all you need to know about a, a Mexican history. And then he looked at caves <laughs> and drank my girlfriend's scotch. Yeah, that's all the history of Mexico you all need to know. You get these Mexicans coming up. I'll tell you this. You hide your scotch. They say they like tequila and cerveza or, or Modelo. No, no, oh, no. They go right for the good stuff. Uh, and then if you're looking to buy uh, gold or silver, precious metals, uh, either for investing purposes or just for Christmas, may I recommend you go to MN, MN, Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com, or call my friend Mike, 763-657-7843. That's 763 763- Six five seven seven eight four three. If any of you have bought gold or silver there, let me know because I never really say. And tell him the captain sent you. Uh, but if he have, I'd be kind of curious because he, is, he actually is a good friend. That's why I'm. He, I'm not even um, doing it because he pays me. I'm doing it because well, you all should have again two hundred ounces of silver and maybe a little bit of gold. That's a, a mandatory piece of every well-diversified portfolio, as will be crypto, uh, cryptocurrency, as is cryptocurrency, I should say. What is the price of Bitcoin today? I'm buying once it hits 1,000 again. Assuming Bing would work. I guess Bing doesn't want to work. Bitcoin price. <clears throat> it's at 3,000. Oh, yeah, it's, it went down. I'm glad I sold when I did. Bitcoin price is wrong. When it goes down to a thousand, I'll get some. Um, and then uh, let's do uh, want to do my shit. If you want, if you're in the Christmas mood, do all your Christmas shopping online through my Amazon affiliate program. The easiest way to do that is you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. 
There's three links there. One is for Patreon, of which we got some Patreon donations. Thank you very much, people. I appreciate it very much. There's also a PayPal link that you could just donate money. No, you don't need a PayPal account to do it. You, you just need a credit card. Uh, but then the, the third and final one is the Amazon affiliate link. And you guys know how this works. You're going to do all this online shopping anyway. If you remember to go to that link first, I get a 6 to 7% commission and cut on everything you buy. So if you want to do your Christmas shopping there, that's great. But if you would do all your shopping through my Amazon affiliate program all the time, like you made it a habit, that's the best way you could thank the old Capmeister. Since ain't nobody going to say you like this video, apparently. 15 people like the video with 64 watching now. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, God, academic. Uh, oh, the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide of 2019 and the Elkins Guide, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. No, he did not manage to convince his father to let Mary Jo pose scantily clad as a naughty accountant on the cover. I was kind of hoping that would go through, but Mr. Elkins is a, a very conservative man, as you'd imagine, being an old retired CPA. I guess they don't like fun. But if you're looking for a pinup material, uh, get any one of my best of books. Um, there's a new one out called Love Letters to the Left. That's just the best posts of my blog from 2016 to 2018. And um, then there's also Captain Capitalism Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserve. All three covers are either new or redone to have a pinup model drawn by three different artists. And so there's a little bit of a Japanese animation one. There's one, a gray one, straight up comic book one done by a, a South African named Sonny, Nuka Lemmy. And then um, this third one was another guy uh, that I forgot. And that's kind of the old school comic book style pinup. But Love Letters to the Left, it basically just helps you understand the misery that the left goes through being leftists, they are. Let's go take a look at the donation room here before, because otherwise it scrolls and then I don't get to everyone's super chats. Uh, Darius writes, last Saturday at a party, I was a total dude bro. Good for you, Darius. Did you have your hat on backwards? But do people even do that anymore? Did you say hot? I don't even know. Can you be a dude bro anymore? I mean, isn't that automatic sexual harassment? That's got to be a dwindling percentage of the younger and younger populations where you got the party girls and the dude bros. Because that, that does require, one, the women look good looking and the boys actually are somewhat masculine. You got to have some testosterone. That's got to be dwindling. Maybe it's the 30-something dude bros where all the guys go and they rent, uh, they don't, well, they lease beamers, use beamers, four-year-old beamers, thinking they're they're going to fool the girl into thinking that. He's rich and he's not. Joe Jones donates $2. He says, what is up, Clary? The temperature, 42 degrees and the sun is out. Thank God. Fine line said, okay, press the like button. Look at that, 23 likes now. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, Nick Shulana writes, it's as strong as ever over in the college town I'm in. Okay. <clears throat> well, maybe, maybe that's the case. There's a piece of me that wants to go to the U of M campus just to look and you know study the zoology, see what it's like in the real world, but then that requires I drive and I deal with traffic. I got to pay for parking. And I just want to say I'm going to be an old man hermit, Clary. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be an angry, old, pissed-off man when I get older. All right, let's, uh, let's knock out the stupid here. 
from MSN, and you look at the gal, <clears throat> Haiti Cruz. Haiti Cruz is like a 50-year-old-looking woman, hit the wall, postmenopausal. She's lost all her beauty, but you know what she's got? She's got 200000 in student loans. <laughs> they just got this look. They just got this look where you're dumb. And but you you just gave zero fucks in your life like you didn't you didn't have any desire to do anything beautiful or noteworthy in your life. You're just happy being below average, not inspiring. Like there's just you just look at this woman. It's just yeah, I gave I, I invested zero fucks into my life. After Haiti Cruz and her daughter toured Full Sail University in Winter Park. Florida, the two were hooked. Oh my God, mother and daughter going to college together. Then came the math to finance four years of tuition and living expenses at the for profit college. Both Cruz and her daughters would have to go into debt. Cruz alone borrowed around $160,000 in parent plus loans from the government. <laughs> Repaying the ba that balance. Has been a challenge for the 63-year-old social worker because again, I, you you socialist leftist women just can't do the maths. Can't no, really. I want to know: Can you women do subtraction? You apparently don't pay attention to budgets. You think money is unlimited. You do not even have the concept of compound interest down or exponential math. I mean, I, I really think that you know, there's there is a. I don't think it's a low IQ, but there's a piece of the brain or laziness metastasizes into a physical group of cells within the brain that prevent dumb people from doing basic math. I really do believe it. Because how do you how do you look at the math and say, yeah, oh, this is a good idea. And she's 63. <laughs> Two years from retirement. In theory, you know, on paper. She could have even had early retirement at 62, but instead of having $160,000 in, in marketable securities in a 401k or IRA, she has $200,000 in debt. She makes around $50,000 a year in the monthly student loan bills, more than 600. You can pay that. Since her payments barely cover the interest on the debt, the amount she owes has ballooned to well over 200,000 today. Again, she did, she didn't want that that stupidity grew into like maybe a third sphere hemisphere within the brain called the stupid hemisphere, which would make it a trisphere. And that has made this woman incapable of doing basic math at this rate. When she's 85, she'll be done with the payments. No, not at this rate. At this rate, it'll continue to grow because of compound mathematics. Even the, the author of the article doesn't understand compound mathematics. In the meantime, she's barely able to save for her retirement. Sweetheart, there will be no retirement. You will work until you are dead <clears throat> because you believe leftist lies and crap. And, and above all else, above all else, the, the original sin at this woman's problems was, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, what's the L word? Uh, L word? She was lazy. She was lazy. This is where laziness ends. I have nothing that's going to sustain me if I stop working, Cruz said. This loan governs my life. Okay, good. Good. You signed on the dotted line. How many times I got to say it? You signed on the dotted line. Isn't this one of those women or women? Is this one of those old people that says, you know what? You're responsible for your own decisions. Then she probably parent. Oh, no, she probably didn't. Because so far, as you guys can guess, there'll be a certain type of person who will be unavailable for comment 
in this article. I'm betting. Again, I skimmed it. I didn't see any mention of these evil, despicable, completely unnecessary uh, people. Uh, but this type of person is not mentioned in this article from when I scanned it first. Uh, as college costs rise, most students are hitting the federal student loan limits with a portion of their bill unpaid. Increasingly, their parents are borrowing to make up the difference. Uh, cumulative loans, cumulative plus parents' loans. I don't know what this chart says because they didn't put units of measurement on it. Today, at least 3.4 million people hold so-called Parent Loans Plus, and they owe nearly $90 billion, according to a new report by the Brookings Institution, a public policy research group. Those numbers don't capture parents who have consolidated their debt in which a loan is rolled into one. Yeah, because you guys got to take out those helm equity lines so your little precious princess can get her creative writing degree. Parents, parent borrowers took out $16,100 on average in 2014, up from an inflated adjusted $5,219.90. For comparison, the average undergraduate student borrowed about $7,300 in 2014. Why are you going to such an expensive school? And don't even bother telling me you went to, for something that had a, had a job at the end of it. You could have gone to the library and for, you know, 10 cents in, in, Overdue book fees, you could have gotten the same education and the same employment prospects. Currently, the average parent plus balance is $25,600. Some parents take out loans from multiple children. The researchers note increasing their debt even more. Nearly 9% of parents who began repayment in 2014 owed more than 100000 <clears> And <throat> there's another chart here. Limits on parent plus loans were eliminated in 1993 by Congress. <laughs> So we could give them all the rope in the world they needed to hang themselves. The researchers at Brookings note, and in 2014, eligibility for the loans was expanded to parent borrowers with weaker credit histories. Since then, at least another 370,000 parents who would have been previously denied the loan because of their adverse credit history have been approved, according to the researchers. So we, we've made more bad loans on, for the most part, uh, non-collateralizable, uh, there's no assets to collateralize because your college degree cannot be collateralized. Your worthless college degree has no value. House has a value. Car has a value. Anything has a value except worthless college degrees. You could be earning 20000 a year and be eligible to take out a 20000 a year in parent plus debt, said Adam Looney, an economist at Brookings and co-author of the report. Is it a trap for the unwary? <clears throat> no. No, we're trying to help the poor and the disadvantaged. Parents are struggling to repay the loans. Five years in repayment, uh, parents from 2009 cohort had just around a third of their debt paid off. 11% of them were in default. My God, parents, one in 10 are defaulting. You know, I... I'll pick on the millennials, but God almighty, if, if your parents and now grandparents, essentially, you know, the oldest, wisest, the most responsible eldest generation is, is this unreliable? I mean, there is no hope, none. We need more socialism. We need more education. We need more government involvement. The picture is good for 
parents who took out loans to send their children to for-profit colleges. More than 16% of those parent borrowers defaulted on their debts within five years. We shouldn't force parents to make a choice between sending their kids to college and taking on a loan they can't afford, Looney said. Oh, shut up, Looney. How about you make the kids pay their own way through college? How about you don't go to college? What if I'm struggling with student debt for a child? Well, A, you're a fucking moron, but B, no, it says, if you took out Parent PLUS loans for your child, you should know there are options for reduced payments and possible forgiveness, said Betsy Mayoate, president of the Institute of Student Loan Advisors, a nonprofit that keeps Betsy employed. I mean, a nonprofit that helps student loan borrowers with free advice and dispute resolution. Parent borrowers may be eligible for reduced payments, Mayette said, including through extended and undergraduated repayment plans. If you consolidate the Parent PLUS loan into a direct loan, you can enroll in an income contingent. Oh, my God. Why don't you guys just spend less than you make, go to the local community college, not major in stupid shit, and go work real jobs? I... This could be particularly helpful for retired parents on fixed incomes. Basically, all it is is you're just going to steal the taxpayers' money. You're going to be thieves. You're not going to return anyone's money that you took from them. You're certainly not going to pay the interest on those loans. Um, <clears throat> let's go rip on the baby boomers some more. It's from the Wall Street Journal. Oh, did they make you have to pay for this one? Oh, they made you had to pay for this one. Maybe I could find a free version of it if I look up the. These articles can read themselves, though, because, you know, if you know the sin, you know the, the sinner, you know the punishment, you know the consequences. Uh, did this just no, that just takes me to the Wall Street Journal. I don't want to go to the Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> yeah, I think these sites are just linking to the Wall Street Journal. Oh, wait, this one reads. Why did that one work and the other ones didn't? Uh, Danny Miner, 66-year-old retired chemical plant supervisor, spends most days alone in his Thule, Utah apartment with gun smoke reruns to keep a company on a phone that barely rings. Old age wasn't supposed to feel this lonely. Mr. Miner married five times. Five times? Five times. I don't remember Ferris being absent five times. <clears throat> uh, each bride bringing the promises of lifelong companionship. Well, those baby boomer women knew what they were doing with burning their bras and bringing in third wave feminism, right? Three unions ended it in divorce. Two wives died. Now his legs ache and his balance is faulty and he stopped going to church or meeting friends at the Marine Corps League, a group of former Marines. I get a little depressed from time to time, he says. Baby boomers are aging alone more than any generation in U.S. history and the resulting loneliness is a looming public health threat. No, 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 no. This is not a public health threat. This is a generational health threat. Do not put this on the rest of other generations. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're already paying for their Social Security and Medicare. Don't tell us we're more responsible for the fact they couldn't keep their fucking marriages together. Don't tell us that because women believe cats and careers are more important than love and husbands and children. Don't, don't tell us now we got to go pay for their therapist and their, their uh, uh, whatever drug makes them happy. About 11 
One in 11 Americans age 50 and older lacks a spouse, partner, or living child. Well, there's a solution. You know, you girls could go and lose some weight and maybe be nice and you get a guy. Women could take it into the power of their hands. Having men, God almighty, can you imagine you're 50 or older? That's at least, what, 40 years or so of constantly dating and asking, oh, my God. Oh, the first decade and change was pain in the ass enough for me. Almost two decades, I think. And then you got the likes of uh, Adam Piggott. God bless his soul. Poor guy. Wife left him. Rich Cooper. He's not even, I asked him, I said, hey, I got some gals up in Canada through the dating service. I'm, I'm doing a the beta uh, release. No, no pun intended. And he's like, nope, no interest. <laughs> They're done. The men are done, ladies. So if you gals 50 and older want to not be lonely anymore, you're going to have to get off your duff and go find a guy and actually be equal and ask guys out. You get to face rejection. Then we get to play extra special Kuantahaha. We're like, yeah, I'll show up. Flake. We'll have the flake games. We'll see who, what old guys can flake. This is all based on the faulty assumption that women will actually start asking guys out if they're desperate enough. Women will continue to pet their pussies. Pussy cats. Pussy cats. That's what I meant to say. Pussy cats. When they're 15 older. Census figures and other research shows. That amounts to about 8 million people in the U.S. without close kin. The main source of companionship in old age and their share of the population is projected to grow. None of these people are in shape. <clears throat> Here's a guy eating a microwave dinner, which I don't know. Uh, when's the last time you had a, a, a it was normal. It was, I know people who are married where the wife makes a, a uh, daily dinner and serves her family. God bless her. But am I supposed to feel bad that this guy's eating a microwave dinner? That's that, that's the majority of my, my food history was some kind of microwave dinner, TV dinner, or like putting together a sandwich, you know, and eating in front of the TV. That's normal now. Why is that sad? That's standard. That's industry standard. It's like finding, finding a platinum mine in your backyard if you find a woman that actually makes a fucking meal for you every once in a while. Only now that I've started having to cook for myself for health reasons do I you know, actually have a plate and all that. But a lot of times I'm just reheating my old food that I, that I prepared before. <clears throat> that looks like a microwave dinner, though. Uh, policymakers are concerned this will strain the federal budget and undermine baby boomers' health. Who gives a shit? Researchers have found that loneliness takes a physical toll and is closely linked to early mortality as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day or consuming more than six alcoholic drinks a day. Loneliness is even worse for longevity than being obese or physically inactive. Oh, I guess. I Wait, how is that going to strain the federal budget? If they die off earlier, don't we like get a, a lot of savings and not having to pay their social security and Medicare and Medicaid? What was it? Was it Bruce had an article that he tweeted out that life expectancy has gone down for Americans, which was entirely predictable because you destroyed the best thing for men and the best thing for women, each other. And without that, there's really no uh, incentive or vitality to live. It, we we may it's one of those things where you think oh my god the world's ending and the baby boomers could all die five to six years way too early, way more than predicted and all of a sudden there's a there's a surplus again in social security. 
<clears throat> along with financial issues, including high debt and declining pensions. How do you have debt if you're over 50? Social factors such as loneliness are another reason boomers are experiencing more difficult retirement years than previous generations. Look, high debt is the result of a mistake. You spent more than you made. You didn't save up enough. Declining pensions, that's more of a function of a slowing economy and uh, corporations uh, controlling their pension expenses. I, I can see where that's out of your control. Loneliness, maybe if you weren't just a bunch of hypocritical, self-serving, selfish fucks and put other people first, notably your children and your spouses, instead of your politics and your careers, maybe you wouldn't be lonely anymore. Huh? Maybe? And you deserve, that's the the consequence. What, we're going to have a government program where you're going to, hey, you know what? You're not going to be able to force people to go and be friendly to you. This is is where socialism ends in its power. This is the end of the reach of communism and socialism. You could take people's money. You could take their wealth. You could take their property, but you cannot force them to like you. You can't force them to sleep with you. You can't force people to be beautiful. You can't mandate fat is beautiful. You can't mandate skinny soy boy armed men are sexy. You can't. There's no way for the government to force that. And you're not going to force a bunch of people. Oh, my God. After what you old people did to the millennials, do you think those – I thought Gen X couldn't hate the baby boomers any more than, than that. But it, it's kind of like well, I didn't think anyone could hate George anyone more than George Bush. Well, in comes Trump, and now the millennials really hate you guys. Oh, they, they are not the type to say, oh, I feel bad. Let's go donate our time to the old and elderly. They're going to laugh. They'll, pro, they'll protest. They'll riot in front of the nursing home. Lack of social contacts among older adults cost Medicare $6.7 billion a year. Love to figure out how you got that. Most from spending on nursing facilities and hospitalizations for those who have less of a network to help out, according to a study last year by Harvard University, Stanford University, and ARP. The effect of isolation is extraordinarily powerful, said Donald Berwick, former administrator of the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. If we want to achieve health for our population, especially vulnerable people, we have to address loneliness. It is too late. Some problems where their origination began 40 to 50 years ago are not solvable today. It's like a terminal cancer. There is no solution. The only thing I can think is that you have the private sector, like in Japan, where you can pay young people to go and act like they're your children. The Trump administration is looking at expanding faith-based partnerships to combat isolation among seniors, says U.S. Assistant Secretary for Aging Lance for Aging Lance Robinson. Earlier this year, the British government appointed its first minister of loneliness to tackle the issue. The baby boomers prized individuality and generally had fewer children and ended marriages in greater numbers than previous generations. All right, at least the Wall Street Journal is hitting on the on the truth here. More than one in four boomers is divorced or never married. Census figures show about one in six lives alone. The University of Chicago's General Social Survey, which has tracked American attitudes since 1972, asked respondents four years ago about how often they lacked companionship, felt left out, and felt isolated from others. Baby boomers said they experienced these feelings with greater frequency than any other generation, including the older silent generation. 
8.3, fewer friends. Karen Schneider. Here's someone I don't give a shit about. Okay, are you guys ready for somebody? Nobody's going to. Are you? Do you have your wallet open? Everybody grab out a zero fuck bill. Grab out a zero fuck dollar bill because we're going to give it to Karen. We're going to give her all of our zero fucks to give. Karen Schneider, a 69-year-old in East San Jose, California, went through an acrimonious split from her husband in the mid-1990s that left her estranged from her two daughters without anywhere to live. Yeah, I'm sure he was just a dick, and the and he brainwashed the kids, right? I'm sure it's all their fault. Friends let her sleep on couches in a garage as she scraped by on jobs as a home health aide and Walmart creator. Sometimes she slept in her car. We'll move out of San Jose. The most expensive. And where will you do what? Couldn't you find a job? <clears throat> Come on, you're 69. You were part of that generation. You were supposed to be a career. Don't you remember Murphy Brown? Over the years, that network support shriveled as people moved away or died, she said, when Mrs. Schneider landed in the hospital with a heart attack six years ago. Uh, did we pay for that, Miss Schneider? She had no one to call for help. When you get older, you don't have as many friends, she said. Everything changes. Almost among the most likely to lack a close kin are college-educated women and people with little money, says Ashton Verdi. Really? College-educated women don't have close kin? Because if you're college-educated, if you had a degree, you're much, more, you're much less likely to get divorced. So that kind of surprises me. Unless these are the ones that um, it was their career and, and screw the family. And people with little money, such as Aston Verdery, an assistant professor of sociology and demography at Pennsylvania State University, more senior women than men are kinless because women's life expectancies are nearly five years longer at 81 years. Well, yeah, but that, okay, that that's always been. That's nothing you're going to be able to do about. Oh, wait, maybe if women work the same amount of deathly jobs and went through the same pressures that men do, then they could lower their life. Or maybe all the men, maybe we could become teachers and social workers and assistant non-vice reserve, assistant deputy, break glass in case of emergency, diversity and inclusion, assistant secretary, deputy secretaries. Maybe if we could have those type of jobs, we just sit there and jerk off and get paid $100,000 and do absolutely nothing, maybe we might have slightly less stressful lives, and then we too could have increased life. And then we all die at about the same time. 27% nah. of women <clears throat> were widowed or never married compared to 16% of men. Women are also less likely to cohabitate and date later in life research shows. I guess, I mean, why would you, well, then they can't claim, claim uh, or complain about being lonely. Paul Latisse of Alexandria, Virginia, got divorced at age 39, remarried at 42, and was widowed by 44. Wah, wah. Now at age 69, the former senior executive says she struggled to find a new partner. <laughs> did, I, did the journalists even know how great this is, how great they make this sound? Oh, it's wonderful. After she retired seven years ago, Miss Lettuce worried that isolation and inactivity would hasten the onset of dementia that runs in her family. She began volunteering to drive older homebound seniors, started a business helping others organize their homes, and invited neighbors over for chili on Halloween. Okay, she's putting forth the effort in. I can't fault her on that. She went on a trip to France to find some dark-looking Mediterranean guy because she saw it work really good one time on a movie. No, that didn't. that's not part of it. 
She went on a trip to France with a tour group, although she didn't know anyone else in the group. Her two grown sons live in Boston and Durham with children of their own. When they don't come home for Christmas, she pretends it's just another day. She blasts Hamilton music and occupies herself by cleaning out her closets. One year, she reupholstered the dining room chairs. Wow. I don't like being by myself, Miss Lettuce says. I wish I were dating. I wish I had to. No, 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 <clears throat> no. Miss Lettuce, if you wanted to date, you would spend more time at the gym and less time reupholstering chairs. I get the, the women is the lie. Not the lie. Is the ramifications. Is the consequential requirements of admitting men like attractive svelte women uh which is working out and dieting is it that bad and deterring a fact that you'd rather be lonely and die alone and have worse health that you'd rather be reupholstering chairs that is the impression i get uh it, it, I mean, or to, to more simply put it, do you love food more than you love men? That's what I know. Men are bad, dirty, no good. Okay, <clears throat> all right, fine. And, and then then have a, but then don't don't complain about you not being able to dick. But I really want, and, and if I have to look at it empirically, the majority of women and men, because men are also increasing in obesity, everybody loves their food more than they love their fellow human being. Everybody loves to eat more than they do a, a, another man or woman. Okay, don't complain when you're alone. Don't complain when you're alone. Like I said, all the other pictures of the guys, they're all fat. That guy's fat. That guy's fat. That guy's fat. Uh, after she retired seven years ago. Oh, wait, I already read that. I wish I had somebody significant. She recently gave up two tickets to a beer tasting fundraiser when she couldn't find a date. <laughs> There's equilibrium in everything, guys. Equilibrium in everything. In a review of 148 independent studies on loneliness, covering more than 300,000 participants, Julianne Holt-Lundstad of Brigham Young University and colleagues found that greater social connection was associated with a 50% lower risk of early death. Research suggests that those who are isolated are in an increased risk for depression, cognitive decline, and dementia, and that social relationships influence their body, blood pressure and immune functioning as well as whether people take their medications. Loneliness and isolation are bad for your health at any age, but forces that take hold later in life often compound it. Retirement shrivels social networks formed through uh, work, hearing loss, and worsening. Boy, <clears throat> you know, if you were allowed to go and date at work, I wonder if this would have helped the baby. Oh, wait, you made that illegal. You made that all sexual harassment. Rem remember uh, Anita Hill? How you remember that? Yeah, and the new one that you baby boomers pulled out of your ass, uh, Blasey Ford, remember her? Yeah, I, I guess I guess uh, it's not going to be so, so I guess romance is now off the table in yet another large part of your life. You know, matter of fact, the single pluralistic largest percent of your time spent, if not retired, is at work. So unless you got married in college or met the love of your life in college, it's kind of over now, isn't it? That's why me and my girlfriends, we go out and we meet lots of guys at the bottle service. 
Some of the health risk comes from the consequences of being alone when sickness strikes. Gary Grasmick, a 68-year-old retired federal IT worker who lives by himself, was carrying groceries to his Washington, D.C. row house two years when he felt his knee give out. Overweight. Oh, overweight and unable to get up and with no phone in reach. I, where did the overweight? Did Was that ageism? Was that age discrimination? Did those nasty millennials and Gen Zers and Gen Xers make you overweight, Gary? He with no no phone in reach. He lay there for at least two nights. What? How are you in Washington D.C.? You're at row houses, and no one was able to find you. He lay there for at least two nights as dehydration and urinary tract infection led to sepsis. His kidneys started shutting down, and he grew delirious. I heard the mailman come in once in a while, and I would yell out, but nobody heard me. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you are overweight, aren't you, Gary? Wait, is there a... He's got a political sign out in front of his house, but I can't read it. It's blocked by leaves. I remember being thirsty and having weird dreams. He says, I was confused and frightened. A friend became worried that he didn't return her calls and called the police. When emergency personnel found him, his brain had swelled. In his delirium, he thought that hospital caretakers were trying to hurt him. It wasn't until... An old fraternity brother showed up to visit that he fully understood what had happened. Then I felt safe. Uh, sheriff people divorced. Oh, yeah, baby boomers are widowed, never married. That's the percent. These percentages need to be sussed out a bit. Um. Never married and divorced combined for your average baby boomer. And it, it goes up the younger they get. Um, yeah, you're looking at over a third? In Boston, a cluster of seniors. And it keeps going. Like I, I'm, I would normally say, yeah, it was a damn long article, but I don't care. This is, <clears throat> this is joyful. In Boston, a cluster of seniors in 2002 banded together to form their village so they could lean on each other for household services, social activity, and old age planning. That sprawled 250 similar groups nationwide in what is now known as Village to Village Network. Members can tap rides to doctor's appointments, handyman activities like groups meditating and bowling. Mr. Grasmick joined the group after his fall, and he gets together with other participants to socialize and attend a balance class. It gives me an excuse to get out of the house, he says. Meals on Wheels America, which delivers food to 2.4 million seniors annually, is enhancing its services. Most of its clients live alone and eat increasing amounts of social help. In one pilot project, volunteers use an app to track whether meal recipients report feeling disconnected. Those who are referred, who, those who do are referred to a care coordinator. Uh, heart attack, peaceful, happy. Miss Schneider, she goes to East Hans Jose twice a center to get blood sugar checked and sometimes stay for a lunch and play bingo with us. She found a subsidized apartment and now she plans on has this. Oh, this was a this is the homeless. Okay, this is the one that had no money. I was confusing her with the one that was an executive. After 17 years, four adopted children, wife and a split. 
his relationship with each children frayed. One lives in Japan. Daughter stops speaking to him. He really sees the other two next to unions. Da 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 da. All right. Let me look at my wallet. I have no more zero fuck given bills to give. No more. That felt good. People's pain, evil people's pain makes me feel good. All right, let's get to the super chats because that was a long one. And once again, I feel bad if I miss your super chats. Uh, we did Joe Jones, Darius Thurman, Xmas pub crawl, dancing, had sunglasses. Oh, that's going to that's gonna attract the dude bros. You may be just acting dude bro. I don't know if you guys are actual dude bros to the core. Joe Jones, father now available for comment. Thanks, Boomer. Oh, yeah. Um, that was on the original one on that article I read about the mother-daughter uh, stealing $200,000 from the taxpayer because there was no dad mentioned. Because remember, women don't need no men fish bicycle trademark. Nick Schulaner, $2 donation. Any updates on that Pacific Northwest podcast you talked about? Yes, it's called Get Out of My Ass. My grandpa had a great say. My grandpa was very loved um, by everyone in the family. And when he would come to visit, everyone, his daughters, his grandchildren, us, um, everyone would just want to get a piece of him. Like, how you doing? How you doing? And so he, he, he'd have enough. And he had a saying. He was like, I was like, what do you want me to do? Shove a broomstick up my ass and start sweeping while I'm at it for you? Give me a drink. And so uh, that was the thing. Take the broomstick out of my ass. I will have it done. I just did three podcasts this week, three podcasts, and I wrote an article, and I cleaned up my house, and I got a six-mile run in yesterday, and that's me being off my game. That's me without my structure or, or, or routine. Chris in Jersey donates $10. Dude, thank you very much. Usually no... Um, that's weird. The people that donate the most, there's usually no questions. It's like, yeah, here's some money. It's like, thanks. Uh, no, I don't want to go to Twitter. Oh, let's go to the other final article. None of these articles are happy, good news. It's all... What the fuck has the world got going on now? Uh, from CNN, crackdown on sexist ads, outlaws, bad female driver, and inept dad commercials. <laughs> at least they're at least they're being fair and equitable with their tyrant uh, with their tyranny. That's basically it. Hey, we're not only going to tyrannize tyrannize against those type of of free speech, we're going to tyrannize against that type of free speech as well. See, we're being very fair dictators here, and soon nothing will be allowed, and nobody will be able to make fun of anyone. It'll be very, very boring, and we'll be like the Muslims when it comes to humor. And I will stand by that because humor is very oppressed. Comedians are very oppressed in these cultures. You don't have that many. Go, uh, what's his? I think Bill Burr did a skit on that, or not a skit, but he did a podcast on that. Uh, London depictions of girls as less academic than boys or men being belittled for unmanly behavior will soon be a thing of the past in British commercials. 
The new rules announced Friday by Advertising Watchdog, the Committee of Advertising Practice, ban companies from including gender stereotypes that are likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense and their ads on TV, radio, websites, and prints. Well, since millennials of all countries find everything offensive, you can't have advertising anymore. They'll find offense in a, in a sparrow. They will. Problematic advertisements. Advertisers will have to tread carefully in scenarios the watchdog cites as problematic. These include commercials that show a man with his feet up while a woman cleans, or a man or woman failing at a task because of their gender. Suggestions that a person's physique has held them back from romantic or social success. Well, because that never happens. Or men being belittled for performing stereotypically female tasks. The change will come into force <clears throat> June 14th, 2019, following a review by the Advertising Standards Authority. My God. The free market solves these problems. If you put up a truly offensive advertisement people will not buy the product they will boycott it you don't need to waste the taxpayers dollars or become dictatorial fucks creating orwellian sounding uh, authority agencies and, and groups and panels and committees to further encroach and get in the way and up people's asses and the freedom of your population can you just can you just leave them alone they'll figure it out we're not going to be able to make fat, fun of fat people because not even make fun. We're not going to be able to point well, the UK people are not going to be able to point out that the reason a guy can't get a girl is because he's fat. Or that he's short. We can't do short guy jokes no more. This, this is going to be a real boring fucking world by the time I leave it. There's not going to be anything funny no more. You're not going to be able to make, God almighty, they're going to go after the Irish jokes. They'll go after the fucking, the funniest jokes ever. They're probably going to go after, I guarantee you, the Irish, maybe not this generation or the current generation, but but two or three generations from now, when they have their pussy generation come online, they're going to ban Irish jokes. And we're all going to sit there looking at each other as we eat our, eat our tapioca pudding and low-fat milk and and uh, get get visits from, uh, from the, uh, what is it, the... Meals on Wheels uh, acrobatic group where they're all going to be dressed unisexually because that wouldn't, in, we don't want to indicate a guy would throw a girl up in the acrobat. It won't be any acrobatics. It'll just be people sitting there and miming acrobatics. Oh, is this going to be a shitty ass world you Democrats and socialists have led us into? Do not tell me it's conservative and Republicans and Tories leading this charge. The review found harmful stereotypes, which could be reinforced by advertising, can restrict the choices, aspirations, and opportunities of children, young people, and adults. No, it doesn't. My God, if you see a commercial and you're deterred by it because it made a, a joke about some attribute or, or trait that you have in a lighthearted way or maybe even an unconscious way, and that prevents you from becoming a doctor or a fighter pilot, you are never going to become a doctor or a fighter pilot because there are way bigger hurdles down the path to success than having being offended than seeing something you didn't like on TV. Harmful gender, harmful gender stereotypes and ads contribute to how people see themselves and the role in society Emily Smealy, the lead CPA's gender stereo, the lead on CAPS 
Gender Stereotyping Project. Oh, I got to see what this gal looks like. How much you bet old captain wouldn't throw a load into her if you paid him a million dollars? Oh, God. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so predictable. It's just so predictable. Yeah, okay. Remember how you looked at the gal uh, who was on the, she was the social worker. I thought she was in her 50s. She was 63. She borrowed $200,000. Uh, yeah, you got to have your glasses. You got to have no makeup. She does have long hair, but she looks like a dude. Yeah. Oh, God, she looks fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, where's her LinkedIn? She looks like a guy. Speaking of people who are going to die alone and face the same fate as the baby boomers. <clears throat> no, I don't want to log in to check out Emma Smiley's LinkedIn program. I don't care. I don't care. Sick and tired of ugly people ruining the fun for us good-looking people. They can hold back some. They can hold some people back from fulfilling their potential, from aspiring to certain jobs and industries, bringing costs for individuals and the economy. Beachbody ready. The public fear over a 2015 poster on the walls of London subway system showing a woman in bikini with the words, are you beach body ready? Prompted the regulator to look into all gender portrayals in British advertising. No, prompted the Nazi to insult her grandfather's generation and saying, yeah, there was no reason to fight off the Nazis because I'm here. The ad for a weight loss product was not banned by ASA as it did not explicitly break any rules, but the regulator eventually banned it for its health claims. ASA spokesman Craig Jones told CNN. While some uh, of the social media people say, are you going to look up Craig Jones? No, because Craig Jones is too common a name, and I'm afraid we'll waste too much time trying to find out what he looks like. While some on social media have dismissed the move as too politically correct, Jones said, Jones called on critics to look at the evidence of real-world harms of people not living up to their full potential <clears throat> due to many factors, including sexual stereotypes and advertising. You have proven absolutely nothing. I do not believe any of your studies. I don't even believe there's any studies that came out. And if they did, it was purposely designed to show, oh my God, look at this, makes people not become doctors. Economic harm from stereotypes. He said there are solid examples of economic, okay, including staff shortages in the engineering profession. No, there's always been staff shortages in the engineering profession. People who represent engineers in this country said to us they believe one of the factors contributing to a labor shortage is too few women are going into it. Well, that, that's because women saw something on TV back in 1989, right? Not because you've been just telling them, follow your heart and the money will follow. And by the way, if you major in vagina, the government will make a job for you and you can work with children's and become the teachers. Can't be that, can it? They think the role of advertising presenting engineering as a male role is partly to blame. No one, no, 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 dude, don't even, don't even go there. I remember in the eighties, you were, you were saying anything a woman do Men could do better. You have 40 years now of a longitudinal study almost 
uh, <clears throat> where it's just been pro female this entire time. That that wasn't it. That wasn't it. The watchdog emphasized that the new guidance does not bar commercials from featuring glamorous, attractive, successful, aspirational, or healthy people or lifestyles, as seen in the many perfume ads that line the billboards. It isn't a ban on products developed for and aimed at one gender, he said, or the use of gender stereotypes as a means to challenge their negative effect. But that's for now, right, Craig? That's for now. I guarantee you 20 years from now. Because here's the thing, the likes of what's her name, Smiley? These people in general, they're not, they just can't sit and say, okay, our job is done here. You know, Smiley's grandfather, he fought in World War II, and after the Germans surrendered, you know what they said? Okay, I'm done. I'm going home. She won't go home. She'll say, we'll have to do more. Not because that's what's best for society, because what the fuck else is that worthless bint in Kuantaha going to do? What's she going to do with her life? She's going to become an engineer. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, no. Close that out. All right, last time through the... I get the $10 donation. All right, we're done. We're good. That says, is that everything I need? Run guts, pull cones. Pushing Rubber Downhill, both the book and the website. You can go to Adam Pickett's website, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Check that out. <clears throat> we have my books, Reconnaissance Man, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, The Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. All these make a great Christmas gift, by the way, uh, because they will provide a hundred, a thousand, sorry, a thousand percent rate of return of what you spend on it. Enjoy the decline, curse of the high IQ, poor Richard's retirement. If you haven't bought them, review them online, please. I'd appreciate it very much if you'd do that. Have your Christmas gift gift to Cappy. Um, we have Asshole Consulting. Remember, uh, if you got questions, Cappy's got answers. If your specific individual problem was not solved in a book, you can always contact me for $35 for a video response, $25 email, or... $200 every 30 minutes for Skype because I'm always abused on Skype. It's always somebody who's bored and doesn't want the problem solved. And I'm held hostage for hours on end. I'll do $200 per 30 minutes on Skype. Um, we'll solve your problem. Or I'm sorry. I will give you the solution to your problem. Whether you implement it or not will be completely up to you. That's, that's where asshole consulting has its responsibility end. <clears throat> and then uh, the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. This Christmas when you're driving or traveling, why don't you consider downloading some of these people's podcasts? 405media.com. That's a uh, podcast station. A bunch of podcasters have their shows there, including mine. Financial Survival Network with Carrie Lutz. Silvio Cantos, Canto Talk, spelled C-A-N-T-O. He is a Cuban native who escaped uh, during the Castro regime. A very interesting story he has out called Cubanos in Wisconsin, and they inevitably settled in Green Bay, Wisconsin. O'Shea Jackson, he's always good for a laugh. Economic invincibility. Jim Fear, you can find Jim Fear at jimfear138.blogspot.com. TJ Martinell, he had a, <clears throat> oh, what did he have? 
It wasn't the wood episode. I got to listen to Dr. David Perodin. Um, he had a podcast on the meditative benefits of splitting, cutting, and stacking wood. What was TJ talking about? It was a good podcast. And it wasn't his Ludite podcast, although I thought it was good. Darn it, he had one that was really good. Oh, well. Anyway, check him out, tjmartinell.com. He also has books out, The Stringers, The Informers, and The Third One. Um, they're romantic comedies where a uh, 48-year-old single mom of three different children from three different fathers uh, finds true love, finds a $5 billion billionaire uh, in her master's in public health administration studies, and then he pays for her, and they live on a yacht in the Mediterranean. That's, that's what the series is all about. Smallscalelife.com, world-class bullshitters, entrepreneurs in cars. You can find that uh, those two on YouTube. Small Scale Life is at smallscalelife.com. Michael Kingswood, you could go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com and check that out, and safetyphd.com to check out our good friend, Dr. David Perodin. And that's it. All right. I will catch you kids later. Uh, I think there will be one more Older Brother podcast, and then I'll be on the road slowly making my way to uh, Vegas. And the videos are going to be, I, I may, I may take off a week. I may take, cause it's, it's all of you guys are going to be uh, <clears throat> Christmasing, traveling and all that. And so the audiences usually drop off. I do. There's a piece of me for people who are traveling and, you know, regular diehards. They're like, dang, I wish Clary had his podcast on. I may do that, but, um, We'll see. So once we enter the Christmas season, that Christmas week, uh, the old captain will be uh, busy and may not be as uh, prolific with his production. All right, we'll see you guys later. Toodles.